Seven days a week, 24 hours a day. Live Radio Contact. Devil the Detail Podcast. I'm Rob Pax and we're here talking all things so for Red Devils joining the show this week. As have we have Paul Whiteside, right, Paul? Hey Rob, you okay, mate? Um putting a podcast podcast out early this week, Paul, uh, because I'm on my early days. So um decided to do it straight after the uh, the game against Warrington. Emotions are still running high, but hopefully we'll be able to put out a great show. Yeah, I'm sure, yeah. It's it's nice to do it at the stadium, it's nice to do it in the same room and do it over a microphone rather than do it on Skype. Yeah, what have we got on the show this week, Paul? Yeah, we've got a, pre- a preview of the Huddersfield game, which is coming up next Sunday. We've got a review of today's uh, game against Warrington Wolves. We've got interviews with Ian Watson in Coach's Corner. We've got Josh Wood, Jake Bibby, Jack Littlejohn, and Wella Haraki as well with interviews. We'll also be having the amateur report. That'll go out as a special, won't it? Because obviously the amateur teams have not all played yet, so we'll put that out on Monday for you. And I think that's everything, Rob. Yeah, so what we'll do, we'll start with all the news coming out of Soul for Red Devils this week. So here's a news coming out of Salford Devils this week, Paul. Salford travels to Huddersfield on Sunday. Um, it's going to be a big game for Salford Devils. Hopefully a lot of fans will uh, go down and support the boys. Yeah, it's a big game. Well, it's a big game anyway. It's a big game after what's gone on today with, with Salford losing today against Warrington. Huddersfield are below us in the table. Some tough fixtures coming up. So, yeah, every game's a big game now, Rob. But that's going to be, a, like, I don't want to say a four-pointer, but a tough tough game at Huddersfield. They're still without a coach as we... As we speak now, so whether they'll have one next week or not, I'm not too sure, but it's going to be a big game. Don't forget, the club do get, is it 25% of every ticket sold uh, for an away game? So that's important in, in revenue stream uh, for the club, obviously. We need as much cash in the bank to do as much as we can buying players and stuff. Yes, yeah, certainly. So if you're going to get your tickets, buy them from Salford. Shall I get the prices out, You Rob? can do, Paul, yeah. Yep. Oh, I never get to do this now. <laughs> that's a nice job for me. Yeah, adults is £22. Concessions is £16. And juniors is £6. Junior swaps are also available. There's a coach run as well, Rob. That's £13. Where's the coach going from? It's going from uh, Shanders at uh, 10 past 12. Royal Sovereign at 20 past uh, 12. Eccles Town Hall at 12.35. The Dog and Partridge, Salford Red Devils number one supporters club at 12.45. And the AJ Bell at 1 o'clock. If you want to ring 0161 786 1570 uh, to book your place on the coach for £13. Hopefully a lot of fans will get down because obviously, like I say, it's an important game. It certainly is and it's not far to go for this field as well. It's normally one of the most enjoyable away trips because... Uh, We've had a few wins over the, over the last few years. So, yeah, I'm looking forward to that uh, next Sunday. Yeah, uh, next bit of news, the Supporters Trust, uh, their special uh, night where they're going to be celebrating 21 years of Super League. Um, it's nearly sold out, Paul. Lots of tickets flying out for that. It's going to be a great night. Yeah, it's a big event at the Seven Brothers Brewery, which is owned by Nathan McAvoy and his brothers um, in Salford. So that's going to be a really good night, getting back together that 21 years of Super League, that 1997 squad, getting those guys back together in the same room. I think it'll be really exciting that to remember our first season in Super League. It was a successful one as well, you know, a good finish in the table, some good wins as well. So really looking forward to that. It should be an excellent night. 
Yeah, so hopefully a lot of fans will get down there and, and support that. Uh, support us just to go in fine, fa- really, really well. Obviously, with the supporters bus uh, being being used by fans, it's able to get people to go to the game, uh, which might not be able to get their own steam, unfortunately. Uh, but having that facility available certainly helped. Yeah, it certainly has. A lot of people have been using the bus, you know, coming from all the all corners of Salford. So that's been it's been in use again today. So let's hope we can get more on. Hopefully, towards uh, the end of the season. Obviously, you've got to start somewhere, and that that bus has been a great start and a great help to a lot of people. Yeah, it's been a, it's been really good. Obviously, I think the match day experience has been really good. They've got face painters. They had people playing live band playing in the in the tent before the game. They had Derby Day, uh, Man Man United and Man City uh, on the big screen. It's been you know match day experience has been getting better and better, better and better, hasn't it? Yeah, certainly has. There's been a lot of things going on. been a lot of things going on today and that's just something that's got to keep growing now and people will enjoy it. They're going to come back and watch us the week after. Yeah, so that's all the news we've got. Obviously, we're filming this um, on the game day. So, obviously, any more news, the club will uh, be announcing that uh, in the uh, few days between the, this and uh, the game against Huddersfield. So, what we'll do now, we'll talk about the defeat against Warrington Wolves. You're listening to Devil in the Detail and this is your Big Match Review. Hello and welcome to the AJ Bell Stadium for the Super League clash between Salford Red Devils and Warrington Wolves. It's Derby Day here at the AJ Bell Stadium and we're looking for a big, big Salford Red Devils win. Charlie again. Roberts puts the ball in the air. Ball comes off slightly off the edge of his foot. Ball's gone down. Confusion of Salford defence. Ball is picked up by Roberts and Roberts will score for Warrington. Roberts will score for Warrington, Rob Lewis unable to catch the bomb and that's a try for uh, Warrington, out of nothing Steve. Yeah, disappointing, all the hard work comes to naught, the bounce of the ball, where we always say you shouldn't let a rubber league ball bounce, but that time it bounced once, was it twice, and it was just the fortuitousness of the bounce that favoured Warrington and it's going to be one of those days you do suspect, don't it? A couple of tackles in the bank for Salford. It's Little John. He's got space. Inside ball to Rob Lewis. And Rob Lewis found a bit of space. And Rob Lewis goes over in the corner for Salford Devils. Great try, Steve. Absolutely great. Spectacular tries. Classic rugby league. Doing something that's different because the ball goes along the line to the right. And that very sharp inside pass changing their direction of the attack and with the first real pressure Rob Lewis the man who received the pass still had the pace still had the, the presence to create the space to go through Warrington tacklers we're looking at it again on the big screen great inside pass and Robert Lewis shows his pace and goes over for Salford's first try and shows that there's still a lot of hope in this game for the Red Devils Warrington 10 metres out it's Brown Brown is tackled by Lewis forced Brown back two metres but Warrington are five metres out it's going to be Clark at the play of the ball Clark comes across the line gives it to Hill again runs it Wood and Wood is tackled it's going to be Clark again it's going to be Roberts he's got space inside ball Ratchford's on here Ratchford's going to give it and Brown is over and that is the ball game I feel for Warrington moves Great try for Warrington. Kevin Brown finds the space. And a try. Which secures the points for them. So, Salford Devils were defeated against Warrington Wolves. It was 22 points to 6, Paul. Warrington are a good side. And unfortunately, Salford just didn't have enough to get the win. 
No, they didn't, and Warrington made a good start as well, Rob. They come out all guns blazing at us and, and went into a 14-0 lead, and that was always going to be tough for us to come back from. Josh Charlie, I thought, was excellent on that wing with Toby King in the first half. They combined really well. Tyrone Roberts was, was good as well for, for Warrington, but their, their best player... Kevin Brown had a good game, but I thought with Stephen Ratchford, he was he was excellent. He created two of their two of their tries, I think at least. His goal kicking was uh, wasn't the best. He, he missed a couple. He had a couple of tough conversions, but no, we we we, we found it hard, didn't we? In that first half, they got a bit of a roll on. They offloaded the ball well. They've got a decent pack of forwards, Warrington, and we found it hard to compete with them. Yeah, Salford's lineup was that follows: uh, Rob Lewis at fullback, Daryl Olthurts, Junior Sal, Chris Wellham, Jake Bibby, Jake Shorrocks, Jack Littlejohn, Lee Mossop, Josh Wood, Craig Cott, Jack. Josh Jones, Wellerake, and Loosefold, Mark Flanagan. On the bench for Salford, Ryan Lannan, Ben Nakambuai, Lamataze, and Luke Burgess. Rob Lewis, fullback, coming in place from Nile Levels, who had his neck head knock last week. Um, took a few bombs, dropped one for a try, but he did okay. I think he got the Man of the Match award on Sky. I'm mm. pretty sure he, he, he did really well. I thought he played well today, he, uh, Robert. He, he came in the line well, he linked in well, he scored a good try there, the similar sort of run that Nia Levels would have been on if he'd have been in that position. It was that move that we, we like to do. And I, I was impressed with um, with, that, with how Robert went on today. It was a good performance for him. I also thought Jack Little John was better today. He looked better, he, he seemed to do more. His kicking game was pretty good. There was some good kicks in that second half that pinned Warrington down. We just didn't have that cutting edge when we got near to the line. We had quite a bit of ball there again and for one reason or another it didn't work out for us and things didn't come off. You got to credit Warrington and their defence was good but I thought there were times in the game where we looked quite predictable on attack and you, you can sort of snuff out what, what, what we're going to do yeah, lacking a bit of flair and lacking a bit of creation uh, for me. Um, that's the problem. Obviously, Warrington are a very good side, aren't they? They're not, you know, top four material uh, for no reason. And you know, if you're going to break, you know, Warrington down, you need a bit of magic, I think, in in the in the in the halves and in your edge area. Effort can't be faulted. I think they're grafting hard, Paul. But unfortunately, you're just lacking a bit of bit of magic. You can't question the effort whatsoever. Ian Watson spoke to me about that and he was particularly pleased with the effort of the players and the effort's there, Robert. The effort's fantastic. They're putting a great shift in. All the players are trying their best. You can see that. But we are lacking that bit of quality. We definitely are. Warrington got international players. They've just brought an international winger in in Josh Chanley a few weeks ago. No disrespect to Jake Bibby. Would Josh Chanley have scored that try? Probably would have done. Uh, that, that Jake, you know, fumbled over the line. But that, that's that's not to say Jake's a poor player. He's a player, a young player that's learning in his trade. Josh Chan's an international player, and that just shows the gulf between us and Warrington at the moment when it comes to money and things like that. They they've got that, and they can go out and sign players, can't they? Whereas we're a bit limited at the moment. So Ian's got the smallest squad in Super League, and he's doing it tough as well. Don't forget, Chris Brining's out. Your number one hooker from last season who did really well. Uh, Logan Tompkins pulled up late this week as well, so that that's another blow for him. And Nia Levels failed his head test from last week, so you lost your fullback. So he's doing it tough. I don't think he's played the same halfbacks for more than two games running all season. The halfbacks are being messed around. So he's doing. Ian Watson's doing it really tough, and it, it's just one of those situations at the moment. We've got to stick together, and we've got another game a week on Sunday now, and they've got eight days to rest now and prepare for that game. Yeah, obviously Jake Shorrett made his uh, made his debut uh, at standoff. Paul, you know, did some nice things. Comes across the line, looked like he would attack the line, uh, which is I think you need. I think obviously you need to make the defenders wonder what's going to happen, and uh, I think he did okay in his first game. He did okay, Rob. He didn't do anything wrong. Anyway, he, he, his passing was good. He didn't make any mistakes, not that I can think of anyway. So it's going to take him time. You can't expect him to, to come in, in the line and settle in straight away. It's going to take the lad time to, to, to settle to our uh, our game plan and our structures. I mean, whether he's going to get that time, he's only on a month's loan. He's been here for a couple of weeks now. But no, he didn't do anything wrong today. And as I said before, I thought Robert Lou was excellent at fullback. And I thought Jack Littlejohn was a lot better today in his performance as well. Yeah, I agree with that. I think Little John definitely impressed us in this uh, in this game. Um, it's good. You need combinations, don't you, to, to, to work. And obviously, 
new combination with Jake Shorrocks involved as well and Rob Louie back at a fullback. Like you said, Watson has to keep sort of shifting his his, his cars, doesn't he? Um, and I suppose when Evels comes back next week, um, might it changes again, which is a which is a problem, isn't it? Really. Um, but that's probably that's Ian Watson's job. He has to shuffle the pack and pick a side that will beat Huddersfield. I think Ian Watson will be delighted that Niall Evels is back next week. When you look at our side, Niall Evels is probably our premier number one back in the in the squad, isn't he? He's got the pace, he's got the flair. He can be a match winner on his day, and I think he'll cause Huddersfield problems next week. So I'll be, I'm sure Ian Watson will be pleased that, that Niall will be back at number one next week. Your wingers as well. I thought Daryl Alfords made a couple of mistakes today, but he's he's growing in confidence now. He's he's new to Super League, and he he's definitely got genuine pace. You've got Jake Bibby and Greg Johnson there, so you've got three players vying for for two wing spots there. So so whether Ian will, will shuffle things around next week, I'm not too sure. I'm just glad that Niall's back. Hopefully, we'll have Logan Tompkins back next week as well. Yeah, Wigan, uh, Warrington, sorry, seem to definitely target that old first junior south side of the field, Paul. And, you know, we also Shorts were on that side of the field as well. I think they were kind of targeting the kind of new players, weren't they? To, you know, because obviously they haven't played very much with the team uh, and they wouldn't really be up to up to scratch with the, you know, the, the formations and the moves and stuff. So, you know, I think both Olferts and Shorts were put under a lot of pressure and, and both kind of came out with the, uh, with a good mark for me. Yeah, they did. It, it, the, the damage in that game was done in the first, I think it was less than 20 minutes really when they scored those three tries uh, from Charnley, King and Tyron Roberts, just referring to me notes. Those, those three tries were all scored in the first 20 minutes and all that play came down Salford's left. It, they were, was targeting that. There was a couple of other opportunities they had. I think Toby King made, made a bit of a mess of one. They knocked on and the ball went into touch. So they could have been, I think their coach said Steve Price, they could have been 20 points up there. Um, but for some good Salford defending. So they did, they put us under a lot of pressure in that first 20 minutes. But as Ian Watson said in the interview, we're keeping with these teams. We didn't get stuffed with 40 points. We were, was hanging in there and it's alright people saying oh well, you keep saying this every week but we're doing it tough at the moment we're playing against good sides Warrington are no mugs they've gone to second in the table today they've just won five games on the trot I think it was four or five games on the spin so for long periods of that game though, it was in the game 14 points to six with what five minutes to go you're not a million miles off but it's like we said in last week's podcast you are behind because you're not scoring points again it's come again today 14 points to six what did I say last week? Was it 18, 20 points? Mm. If we could have scored that today, we could have got something out of the game. We probably wouldn't because Warrington got 22. But <laughs> you know where I'm coming from, don't yeah. we? We're not getting enough points. To, we're just about hanging on to teams by the coattails, aren't we? You know, 14 points to six down. But we could start scoring a few more points than you might have been in front. You can grind teams down, Paul, but you still need to score... 18 points don't you 18 20 points and to score you know what was it you said before he scored six points this this week uh was it 36 against catalan um i think leeds we didn't score six at cass we definitely didn't score at leeds i can tell no you know when you when you look at you know our, our kind of scoring um score sheet it's pretty low and we need and we need more attacking you know flair i think to, to build them scores if we're scoring 18 20 points a game we're in half a chance of winning yeah, we scored 32 against Catalan, 36 against Hull Kingston Rovers and 24 against Hull. But in the other games, we was 18 at Widnes, 8 points away at Castleford, 2 at St. Helens, uh, nil at Leeds, 12 at Wakefield, so and 6 today. So quite a few of the games this season. Yeah, we've, we've caught up with some good scores, but quite a few of the games this season where we, we've struggled to post points, haven't we? And we've had a quite, quite a bit of ball as well. We're quite a bit of ball at Leeds, especially in that second half, and quite a bit of possession in this game today. Mm. Yeah, it's it's going to be a concern, I think, for Watson. But like you said, he's he's playing with a you know a shuffle pack, and he's not he's got players playing in different areas. And you know, we, he's obviously didn't think about this when he first obviously built the squad uh, in the off season. But like you said, the players are grafting, they're working hard. You can't fault the ref hoping the tide will turn. 
Yeah, and he wasn't expected to, to lose his, his Gallifor Brown as well, which was a pivotal player for him. He wasn't going to expect, he wasn't planning to lose him, was he? So I think that's been a bit of a shock to the system as well. And it's another player out of his arm and it's been taken away. Yeah, so we spoke to Josh Wood, Jake Bibby, Jack Littlejohn and uh, Wellaraki after the game. And this is what they have to say. So we're joined by Josh Wood. Tough defeat that. Yeah, it was, yeah. Um, started off pretty poor. Uh, I mean, the effort was there from the boys. Uh, just poor ends to our sets at first half. That's killed us. Later yeah. on again. Obviously, Warrington are a good side. You know, you're competing against sort of internationals there, but you're going to learn from that, aren't you? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, We're improving every week, I think. Uh, we just we just need to do what we're good at, which is like, shifting the ball, really, and playing some good football. But, yeah, we kind of... There's too much defending, uh, knock-ons, errors, penalties. Too much defence today, uh, uh, especially against Warrington. Good side, like that, good attacking side. Uh, can't give them that much ball, really. But. Yeah, obviously, you've been coming to the side this year, playing hooker, playing standoff, playing scrum half. How do you feel you've been playing well so far? Yeah, I'm enjoying my year this year. Uh, I think it's most games I've played in the Super League, so I'm enjoying it. You just need to get some more wins, really. Yeah, Huddersfield next week, big opportunity to right a few wrongs. Yeah, definitely, yeah. Uh, we're improving every week. Uh, we know what we're good at, so we just need to get back to the drawing board, really, finish finish sex well, so, yeah. Cheers, big thank you to all of us and Lito. So I'm joined by Jack Little, John Game of the Easter period there. Tough defeat. Yeah, that was uh, that was hard to swallow, that. I thought um, I thought we were really in it there. We didn't start well. Our first 20, 30 was, wasn't great. I think that's where they... That's where they uh, ran us into the ground there a bit, and I think we had to do a bit too much defence. Yeah, obviously talk about defence. Pretty solid from yourself, you know, working that outside edge. Good defending by yourself. Yeah, I feel, uh, our our right edge, the edge that I was on, was uh, pretty solid through the game. Um, but obviously, it's a t- so enjoying by Wellaraka. Tough defeat that. Yeah, mate, it was. Um, just um, I think I think we we just uh, we went at races today, mate. We- very disappointing with the with the, the way we performed. Um, I thought we were in it though. We went too far off. A few few things didn't go away, and um, that try um, in the second half uh, we, we blew on the wing. Um, I think I think we went too far off, but just you could just tell just the way the energy was. It was very disappointing, but um, we just got to keep plugging along, mate. Keep. Turn up to training Monday, work again, and then um, start start again on Sunday. Yeah, long period in, in that second half, and a bit of the first half where you know we competed and we were solid defensively. Yeah. So much to take forward into that Huddersfield game. Yeah, yeah. Well, um, we, we we know we're not far off. We, we talk about it every week. We we haven't been too far off um, teams, and we, we just know we we need to stay in games for longer periods and. Um, just keep keep grinding away, really, and um, we'll, we'll, we'll win the we'll win games. Yeah, are you enjoying your new your, your, is it club captain role? Yeah, yeah, mate. It's um it's pretty much uh, no different than, than what I've been here for the for the last three years. Really, I've just been um just been helping out any way I can, really, on and off the field, and um it's just yeah, it's just. Uh, just a normal role for me really yeah obviously Huddersfield on, on Saturday a week of training grafting hard and hopefully yeah. pick up a win there yeah 100% mate yeah we just we, we, we know we're not too far off so we, we'll just plug along get, get get in Monday ripping again and then start again and um, hopefully get a good two points against Huddersfield cheers big thank you talk to us in the devil detail team F and I think our middles they struggled a bit in the first 20, but then they come back really strong, and that, that was, uh, went a long way to sort of keeping us in the game there to, to the end of towards the end of it. Yeah, Uddersfield uh, next week, a week of opportunity, a week of growth, and a week of working hard, and hopefully getting a result. 
yeah, that should be good. I think it's a Huddersfield away on Sunday, so um, yeah, looking forward to that one. Uh, I've got a got a mate that plays there, Jordan Rankin, so that'll be uh, good to get into him a bit, and uh, hopefully we. You know, we'll, we'll get into training this week and really rip in and hopefully can get a win. Yeah, hopefully a bit of banter throughout the week, getting, <laughs> getting to the ribs a bit and yeah. secure a win. Yeah, I love that, so I'll be getting into it now. <laughs> Cheers. Big thanks to Oxford and Devon Diesel. How do, you, how do you sum up that performance, Jake? It was, it was, we stayed with Warrington for long periods of that game. We weren't a million miles off, was we? We, was, we started off quite poorly, but then we, we find ourselves we start four and then we'll be chasing our tails. And, like for the last people, like you said, that third, I think it was 30 minutes second half was competing, but not like me. I, I didn't execute the, the play what should have brought us back into it, might have done, but then we'll, you know, too fast, letting them up too fast. Yeah, I just weren't really the best and then led to them scoring tries. You made a great break there in the second half, brushed a few players off. If you could have your time again, you think you would have dived on that ball? Did you try yeah. and pick it up? Or? It was a. It was like heading towards, you know, post, the no, corner post. Yeah, he was right tight yeah. in a tight so, situation, wasn't it? Yeah, so it was like, I was waiting for it to bounce up, but it went bouncing, so I was like, look, watching, I thought, I might put my foot to it, and I went, like, I might pick it up. And I was like, oh, you know, we'll blame the, the groundsman for that. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's Huddersfield away next week. It's been a tough Easter period for yourself, this game following on from yeah. that. How do you go on about next week now? Do you rest your body up yeah. next week, or is it back into full training next Definitely week? Definitely rest up this week. Rest up this week. Definitely rest up this week and pick ourselves back up to so feel away next week. That's another tough game, we'll just yeah. down there in the table. Yeah. You, you're confident, though, yeah, like You're confident in your ability, aren't you? You're, yeah. living, you're living with these teams. Warrington have just gone up to yeah. second in the table, so you must be pretty Exactly, pleased. yeah, definitely. We're not, we're not like a million miles away. We're literally that. All we have to do is just turn that, turn that table, turn that switch, and then we'll blow teams away. I can score in like one more point, then once we get that try, we'll keep building and building so like, to blow teams away. So hopefully we'll blow what feel away next week. Thanks for speaking to us today, Jake. No All problems. the best for next Thanks week, mate. Thanks, mate. Thanks a lot. What do you make of today? How do you sum that up? We weren't a million miles away, were we? No, we're not at all. Um, the truth of the matter is, is we just are what we are at the moment. We've, um, We've got a team um, of lads who are, who are fully committed and are working the, the backsides off for the club. Um, and we just lack that little bit of quality to, to beat the top teams, to be fair. Um, like I say, we compete for large parts of the games. There's just little bits where we just need to have that little bit more quality, which the top teams have got. Look at the spine of the team today for Warrington who we played against. You've got Ratchford, Brown, Clark. Tyrone Roberts, the international kind of players that lead them around the field. That little bit of um, inconsistency in our spine at the moment, with the amount of times we've had to kind of change our positions around and try and change our attack, it's, uh, it's stopping us from being having a bit of a flowing attack. You think last year we had a real consistent side, a real consistent spine, and we could play. The loss of obviously um, double from last year kind of uh, made, made made sure that we had to kind of change a little bit of the way we play the way we're losing du with Benny Murdoch on the right we had to change the way we played a little bit and then we thought we'd kind of got that nailed but then obviously the sale of Gaz O'Brien um, that went through obviously means that we have to change the style again then we lose Niall today and we bring young Jake in and you lost Logan so, Tompkins as yeah, well in the week, didn't you? yeah not, not to even mention Logan but um, again you, you lose your nine and that composure and kind of structure you kind of set in place all goes out the window to be fair mate and guys are trying hard but it, to beat these teams you've got to have that little bit more quality and at the moment at this time we've got young lads who are learning lessons at the moment 
you were definitely still in that game even to the last 20 yeah. minutes if Jake Bibby could have just took that chance it was just execution yeah. I've just spoke to Jake and it was a difficult situation yeah. he's really disappointed but like yeah, you said you can't lack the, you yeah. can't question the effort listen uh, when I'm saying we are what we are at the moment that's a perfect example of it you flip that over on the other side and you put Josh Charlie in that position does he score that? He probably scores that nine times out of ten. Young Jake's learning that inexperience of doing better, just touching it with his foot and then putting it down over the triangle because he had time. But young lads kind of they panic and they feel like they've got to snatch at things and that's what he's just done there. He's just snatched at that and he's made the error. So whereas he would have probably had a different game again and it's in the balance as well. Like I say, mate, we're competing and we're a good team here. It's just at the moment we are where we are. We're a small squad and we're a team who've... Um, just missed just a little bit of quality mate any more news on players going on? are we still looking at players to bring in or is yeah. there any more further down the line yeah we, we are mate and we are trying to speak to some as well the big one is the money to bring the yeah. players in um, the, you feel like you're kind of let, letting the boys down a little bit on, on the back end of that but we're fucking working hard mate we're working really hard and they're doing a great job out there and I can't question any kind of effort we just lack that little bit of quality to be this top team if we'd have had that little bit more quality would be up there. The fact that we're competing against teams when we're when we've got probably 20 fit players and our salary caps where it is 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 a big plus for this club, mate. To be fair, I think another big plus as well, Ian. Today, if you look at that, we like you said, we were nearly close. I've just looked at the league table. Warrington just got second top in the table, yeah. and you've lived with them. Yeah. But and with all the disruption we've got as well, you've yeah. lost Chris Bryan, who's, who's out yeah. as well. He's, he's a big, big, big hole out with the side. You're doing it tough at the yeah. moment, mate. We are, but we're living with everybody. That's the good thing about us now here, and I know years ago it used to happen where Salford play a big team and get pumped. We ain't. We're competing and we're holding our own against these big teams. We just lack a little bit of quality, and we probably need that um, that investment in the team. Really, that's that's the big one for me. Is young lads are doing great, mate. You can't question them, you can't fault them, and I, and I don't doubt their ability and stuff like that. But when you're playing consistently, consistently against Leeds and Saints and Wigan and Warrington, there's no ideal places in yeah, Super League. There's not, and there's always that point. Uh, Phil Clark was talking about does Regan Grace need resting at the weekend? Just we'd love to give one of our young lads a rest, but we can't. Yeah. Saints and all them, they're in a luxury position where they can do stuff like that. We can't, mate. So our boys are doing it tough, mate, but no one needs to kind of question them because they'll, they'll be sound. All, not at all. I yeah. thought the effort was fantastic. Today. You've got Huddersfield in eight days' yeah. time now. How important is now? That must be Big a game. godsend to you, eight days' rest now yeah. before that game. It, yeah, is, is there a lot of rest going to go into it in this week? Oh, or? Yeah, because of obviously the Easter period yep. as well. We were a bit fresher today because obviously the moose flashing and copper. Um, but some guys that, mate, Chris Wellham was out on his feet at the back end there. Josh Wood's out on his feet. The, the stuff we've asked Josh Wood to do on coming off the back of a shoulder recon to, mm -hmm. to play two games and, and big minutes in them games as well of 80-minute games over the Easter period. And then back it up today to, as well. Yeah, to, then, to be fair, he was a doubt even coming in. Um, he's kind of put his hand up because yeah. a tough little sod. He's and obviously with Logan dropping yeah, out as well. He's, well that uh, was even more important. Yeah. That's why he did big minutes, mate. He did 30-odd and then we got Flash in there to cover him, give him a short spell. But then we got him out there and he's completed the second half, mate. So he'll probably be on the physio for the majority week as well and, and you feel sorry for them kind of guys because we've just not got that personnel to switch them up with at the moment well thanks for speaking to me no today and really appreciate it all the best this week and good luck on this next yeah. week pal no so that was Ian Watson talking after the defeat against Warrington Wolves Paul you spoke to him you know like he said we're not too far away Came out fighting here, and I thought I thought he was brutally honest. He was brutally honest in the press conference as well. And no, I don't think we had a million miles away, but 
if you don't win games, you're not going to get in that, that top eight, eight. And that's really a really important thing to do this season. And he's doing it tough with it, with the injuries as well. We've got a couple of pivotal players out. And it's like he said about the spine of Warrington's side. You look at the spine of our side, it's never stayed the same, has it, for more than a couple of games running. That's a lot to ask, that a lot of uh, a lot of chopping and changing. So, so yeah, we've got a, a big game, which we'll speak about shortly, at Huddersfield next week. And we've got a goal there and be expecting to win there below us in the table. So uh, I don't know how they've gone on this weekend. I think they play... I think they play today actually, so uh, we'll check on their form after or tomorrow. I can't remember now. My head's up my bottom, but, uh, <laughs> but I'm, expecting, uh, I'm expecting us to get a result there. Yeah, I think doing it on a match day, it's just, it's a slight kind of like different feel to it. Every, you seem a bit, I, we are, I feel a bit angry, a bit more, uh, you know, about the result, but I suppose that's what it's all about. I suppose, you know, what you want to, you know, it means a lot to you, doesn't it? So for a Devils and doing it on a match day, different feel to the whole podcast for me. <laughs> yeah, it's it's funny, and you? you always want, want them to win games, don't we? But we don't come. I certainly don't anyway. Come to see them win. I want them to win, mm. but you come because you, you you do it every week, don't you? And you support them, but it is frustrating when, when they lose, and it's a frustrating time at the moment. It seems to be a frustrating season in it, at the moment. We just can't seem to get it going, can we? We've had a couple of decent wins, and then followed by a few defeats. There's not much consistency there, but there's a lot of factors that add into that. And we, we've mentioned it about the squads and about the changes in players leaving in California Brown, which is a big, big loss to the side. So, you know, if that had happened to any other Super League sides, that had happened to Warrington, they'd be in the same boat as us, wouldn't they? So we've just got to just got to make the best of it, haven't we? Yeah, I suppose that you know there may be money available when if if players become available. Ian Watson wants to sign. We don't want just signing players that willy nilly, even though they would be available. And that's you know Ian Watson's job is is to pick players he thinks that will improve the squad. And hopefully, you know, you know, with the Easter period over, Paul, you know, the teams might want to release a few players, and we'll be able to pick them up and mould them into a a good side. It's very hard, I think, to recruit players in the middle of a season. Um, after the end of a season, when players are out of contract, that's when they become available. But you're asking a lot of a, t- a side to let somebody go to help you out when they're a rival club to you, aren't you? So we say you're going to Wigan or whoever in the Super League, saying, "Oh, can we can we take such a body on loan?" If I was a chairman of that side, I think, well, he might that might help you out, and you might you know get some more points and then get above us in the table. So it, it must be difficult doing business with teams in the middle of a season. And our players, our teams, going to let good players go. It's a good question. It's a good question. We'll don't let they only let people who are surplus, aren't they? Really, and you know, maybe a surplus for a reason they're not good enough, or the surplus because you know there's too many people ahead of them in the pecking order, and that's the kind of you know Ian Watson's got to figure that out. Any whether they're they're available and they're going to improve our side, that's what that's what you want, I suppose. And, and hopefully, you know, something will come up and he'll be able to pick a few players off, bring them in, build the squad, and continue to move forward. And you never know, top eight could be still on um, it might be more difficult but the league is still still a little bit compact there isn't a massive gap between no, no. bottom bottom eight, uh, bottom four uh, top eight and bottom four is there so it's a you know it's not exactly like we're playing catch up a couple of wins string a few wins together and you never know we, we could be you know getting up back towards the top eight yeah, well, I've just been looking at our fixtures. We've got an away game at Huddersfield next week. That's followed by two home games against Wakefield and, and St. Helens. Both are tough games. They're all tough games, aren't they, in Super League, Rob? But like you said, if we can string a few wins together, that league table then changes round completely. We're still not a million miles away from the top eight. I think we're perhaps about two points off it, one win. So, yeah, it's it's not massive at the moment, but it's an important time of the season. You know, once you get to that magic weekend, you're on the home straight, then of the regular season, aren't you? So let's just see if, if we can get as many points in the bag as we can. Yeah, uh, big thanks for the the people who gave us the three word match reports and man of the matches um, after the game. There's only a couple because we put it out really late and we we're recording it. Um, 
straight after the game. Uh, Adam Wilde seriously need reinforcements and his man of the match was uh, Louis. Here's a few more. Chris Young, lack of quality. Colin Wilson, no cutting edge. His man of the match was Rob Lewitt. Colin Reynolds, effort was there. His man of the match was Rob Lewitt also. Tony Frame, he says, needs a fullback. And he thought all the team were the man of the match against Warrington. Chairman Bob, stupid kickoff time. Uh, and his man of the match was Sky TV. Tracy, referee needs help. Uh, her man of the match was uh, Rob Lewitt. Mike Woodbridge, Charney. Charlie's foot out uh, and his man of the match was Rob Lewis and finally Alan, Ta Alan Taylor uh, officials were rubbish again so that's all the uh, three word match pros big thanks uh, for giving us them on short notice and Julia Coleman amazing Kunkirk, Kunk, amazing Dunkirk spirit um, after the defeat uh, against Wellington but I think fair assessment on both of them Paul reinforcements are needed but the boys are trying yeah, yeah, certainly the, the effort was there for all to see, Rob, definitely. And, you know, Robert Louis did everything that was asked of him today, I thought, moving to fullback. He's a couple of shaky moments, but he, he did excellent. He, he really led as far as we said before. Jack Little John was good as well. There was good signs from him. So the effort's there. Like you said, let's just hope if we have got these reinforcements that Ian said to me before, they were working on things, but it's very difficult. So hopefully if they have got something, we wish them all the best in, in getting something. Who was your uh, man of the match for the game against Warren? I was going to say Jack Little John. I thought Jack played really well today and I know he's took a bit of flack off supporters hasn't he and you know I've spoke to people and said oh I'm not too sure he can he can do the business but I thought he did really well today Robert Louis I thought was good as well and I'd probably just edge for Louis um, I thought Louis did did everything he was asked of him today as I said before he was really good in attacking defence a couple of blips and that so I'd probably just go for Louis I thought Louis worked really hard today For me I'm going to go for Mark Flanagan I think he's very important for us, Mark Flanagan. Um, Link-up play, defensively, solid, you know, and he, he's a key member of our squad and, and our team for me. And, you know, when he's fit and he's firing, our team moves forward. And I think he did another good... When he was on today, um, we, we, we were better for me. Um, so it's a matter of keeping him fit and hopefully he'll keep uh, delivering the magic which we need. So, that was our review of the Warrington game, and now what we'll do, we'll look forward to the Huddersfield game on Sunday. Seven days a week, 24 hours a day, live, radio contact. It's time for the Devil of the Deep So... Sovereign Red Devils take on Huddersfield Giants at Huddersfield on Sunday, Paul. Big game for both sides. Obviously, we're in 10th uh, at the moment. Uh, big game for us, big game for them. Yeah, it certainly is. Certainly is. Huddersfield have just lost the coach as well a couple of weeks ago. Um, they've not replaced him as yet. as going to press tonight. They've still not replaced him. So, I'm not so sure what's going to happen there. I think at the moment, they got... Chris Thorman there, I think he's in, in temporary charge whether he'll get the job until the end of the season. That could probably possibly happen now. Would Tony Smith go back there to Huddersfield? Possibly not because he's got a good uh, job with the FA. I think he's working in football now. So, yeah, it's going to be a tough trip. It is. Well, we've got a good record there over the last few seasons. Not that records really mean anything. Records are there to be broken, somebody told me the other week. So, <laughs> we're not really going to that one. But it's going to be a difficult game. But it's a game we should be looking at going and, and getting a result. Yeah, obviously looking at that... Huddersfield squad, uh, Paul, who sticks in your mind? For me, Lee Gaskell 
he's always dangerous against us. Uh, Jordan Turner, he's another ex-Red who's got a uh, you know point to prove. Obviously coming back uh, from Australia uh, to Huddersfield, uh, so it's going to be interesting. Obviously, you need to make sure that you know we we make sure that they don't get control of the game uh, and dominate because that would be problems if that happened. Yeah, certainly had a good result the other week against Leeds as well. They got a draw, didn't they, in that game? Was it Good Friday, that game? So, yeah, they're no mugs, are they? They've had a few funny results this season. They were beaten in France against Catalan on Easter Monday, beating well. Got Danny Bruff in their side, though, as well. Rob, haven't they, if he's, if he's fit? I'm not too sure on their injury problems or anything, but Danny Bruff's normally the linchpin player they go to. As you said, Lee Gaskell's a clever player as well. The winger, Aaron Murphy's got plenty of pace. And Adam Warren, if he's in their squad, you know, ex for player last season, he'll be uh, making his first uh, game against us. Yeah, it's going to be tough. Obviously, does Ian Watson kind of target this game? Do you think he's going to be looking at, you know, a game that if we win this, secures us in that top eight spot? Because obviously you've got to try and beat teams around you. So I'm sure he'll be looking at beating Huddersfield to push us up that table. I don't think Ian targets certain games. I think you'd be going out to win every game. But I'd always say that this there's a bit more pressure on it. I think that's probably the word we're looking for. If you've got a Leeds, perhaps there's not as much pressure on that game because you're not really expected to win it. With Huddersfield, the way they're side below you in the table, we're struggling. You, there's more pressure on you for that game. You, you've got to win that game. You lose that game, then you've got two home games against Wakefield and St. Helens, which are going to be really tough games. You can't really say, oh, this one's more important than that one. They're all two points, aren't they? They're all valued the same. But the, our form at the moment, a defeat there would be a big blow. Well, I think man for man, you know, we've got better squad. I think our forwards are better than their forwards, Paul. And, you know, we're hoping that we get a big roll on. Uh, with nine levels back, hopefully, from his, his head test and Rob Louie um, and Jack Littlejohn and Shorrocks and Wood. And we've got enough there, I think, if we get a good momentum, good goal forward play to trouble Huddersfield. I don't think the forwards is a problem, Rob. I think in every game this season we've dominated other packs. We've rolled ourselves down the t- down the down the season, down the league. Um, witness, we steamrolled witness in the pack. We made no problem getting from one end of the field to the other. Same today, we we did that quite well today against a very physical Warrington pack. Who I thought were, were pretty dominant today. It's getting into that twenty and getting into that ten. And then having the guile and the know-how to break a side down, which we're struggling with at the moment. We made a few breaks today as well. Lama Tazi, Jake Bibby. You've got to back these guys up when they go through. That's when your halfbacks come into play. You know, Jake Sharrocks, Little John, Robert Louis. You've got to be there on the on the on the tails because they were good breaks today and, and chances. You know, we, we could have finished off. But when we do get in that twenty-five, we've got to be more decisive. We've got to be. We've got to ask more questions. The defenses. Grubber kicks in. Let's turn them round. Repeat sets. Dropouts. Do anything we can to win that game next week. Give us your score prediction for the game against Huddersfield, Paul. I know you're about a week off, but let's have a think. What do you reckon? Why have only just finished the Warrington game? He's asking me already. I usually write it down. Though I've not really had to think about it yet because I don't know. Uh, I've not studied the form. I don't know how they've gone on this week. And I know they play Castleford this week, don't they? Mm. I think they're at home. Way. Are they away at Castleford? I think they're at home because I think Wakefield are at home to Leeds, aren't they? Wakefield and Castleford are not normally both at home. I th- I'm sure they're at, they're at home. Yeah, it's at Huddersfield, so they've got a home game against Cast this week, which will be a tough game. But that'll be a yardstick, I think, for our game. Um, I don't think they've. they've They've scored loads of points this season, a bit like us, so I'll go for a, a low-scoring game. I better stop going around the houses because we both want to go on for our tea, don't we? <laughs> so so we're going to go all night like film review of the year, this. Um, I'll go Huddersfield, 12, Salford, 16. Was that pause for dramatic effect? Or you, no, you, 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 <laughs> just yeah, all right, I'm going to go... Uh, it's going to be a low-scoring game. Um, I'm going to go Salford 10, Huddersfield 6. Okay. 10-6, Salford to win. Um, Meal on the cards? Maybe, maybe. Way we're attacking it, it might be. 
<laughs> but yeah, hopefully the boys will, uh, you know, come up with a big win against Huddersfield. That's what we want. We need to be able to, you know, go up the league and get in the top eight. Certainly, certainly. It'll be a big confidence boosting win as well. You've got a home game, as I said, the week after. So, so yeah, all guns blazing now for Huddersfield. Big week of preparation for Ian Watson and the boys. And I'd just like to say thanks to Ian again. Another very, very honest interview with us today. And uh, thanks for speaking to us. And let's hope you can do the business next week at Huddersfield. Yeah, so big thanks for tuning to this week's Devil in the Detail podcast. I've been Rob Parks. You can find us on Facebook, Devil in the Detail SRD. You can find us on Twitter at DITD SRD. And you can find us on SoundCloud, iTunes and Radio Contact. So don't forget, we haven't got the amateur report in this week's show but Paul's going to put that out um, as a special uh, next week so keep your eyes and ears peeled up peeled open for that so thanks for listening and we'll see you next week Contact.